Bueller, 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 Bueller. Good morning. Up and atom. It's that time. What time is it? Kentucky Roll Call. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. With Walker and Roush. We are to wild and crazy guys. Welcome into Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM. 14.50 a.m. It's Monday, July 19th. I'm Nick Roush, live to you in Birmingham, Alabama for the 2021 edition of SEC Football Media Days. It is raining up a storm outside, but it'll be nice inside the Winfrey Hotel in Hoover, Alabama. Where we're going to be talking to Coaches around the SEC all week long, starting today, uh, we get a little bit of uh, Greg Stanky leg, Greg Sankey, he's going to be talking to us. Uh, Then we got, who else do we got today? LSU, Ed Orgeron, and South Carolina. We also get that nerd, Dan Mullen. I'm going to go, oh, God, that guy, he's the worst. But it's going to be the best if you're following along down here all week with me, Adam Luckett from KSR, he's going to be joining us on the show tomorrow. But today on KRC, we have none other than the big guy, Trevor Kelsey. Trevor, what top better, of the morning to you. What better way to kick this out? You name all these names. Here I am like the Ricky Henderson in the leadoff spot coming in. I mean, just the, the, the GOAT, baby. Today I am the greatest. Drop the mic, Ricky Henderson. And let's not forget Scooter over there. We're coming to three different states today. Wow. It, never been done before in radio. No, actually, didn't we do We've done it before with you, me, and Scooter before, I think. Oh, yeah. We've done it plenty. Yeah, we've done, yeah we had to. Yeah. But, we've, but this is a different bingo. Yeah. Was, now we've got Alabama listed on the bingo. And the, the last time I was in Birmingham was 2008, Louisville, uh, first two rounds of tournaments, uh, which I can't remember who. They beat uh, Boise State with uh, George Carl's kids on the team. And the second round blew out Oklahoma with uh, – uh, what's his name? Uh, oh, uh, Juan Kruger? Griffin. Griffin. Blake Griffin. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. That's a good callback. So, yeah, that was – and then I got to meet uh, Big Worm from Friday in the hotel. <laughs> oh, that is a nice a nice little callback. Fun trip. Uh, fun trip. Scooter, how you doing uh, today? I am doing phenomenal. It's Monday. Ready for another week. I nearly have full movement in my right arm again, so this is good news. I might be able to golf by Thursday. Oh, wow. So the copper fit does work. It's, well, that, and it was a combination of things. So it was the copper fit, and then I had a guest at the hotel this weekend. She gave me this spray. She said it's front. She's Indonesian. She said it's got some ginger in it. Just use it. She said we put it on all our kids. They've never had a bruise. So she gave that to me yesterday. I put that on my arm yesterday. Not only did it put my elbow to sleep, but I woke up this morning and I was feeling like a new man. I, I don't want to be the one to break news to you, Scooter. That that was deer urine. Maybe so. <laughs> I don't. I don't really care. I don't care what it was as long as it worked, and it apparently did. So where was she a week ago, right? Man, I just uh, I, I love the fact that. You're just like, you know what, whatever's in this spray, sure, I'll take it. If you say yeah. it works, it works. This Trevor, this must be the spray that they use at the soccer games 
whenever they're like down riding in pain and all of a sudden they spray this little spray on them they're like oh actually my leg isn't broken i'm fine i was thinking more of the uh the father and like uh the big fat greek wedding just put just put some spin uh windex on it or as chris rock would say just put some tussin on it <laughs> just, 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 yeah, just take whatever i mean you do normally just take what people give you at the hotel scooter and without uh... question yeah, pretty much. Okay, well, yeah. you know, tip's a tip. No matter I, what might, I might need to stop doing that. You're probably yeah, that's right. probably, yes. <laughs> I don't know what, I would say what age did you learn not to take candy from strangers, but you do still live on a mattress on the floor, so what can that's I right. say? Yeah, yeah, I, um, I, I know that we have the Olympics coming up, I think Friday, maybe, is opening ceremony? Yeah, we got Friday. that coming up. Uh, so down here in Alabama, the big thing they're promoting is there. Birmingham is hosting the World Games, which for those who are unfamiliar, the World Games are like, oh, you aren't an Olympic sport? Well, we're going to put you in the World Games. And for some of the sports that they have in the World Games are tug of war. Uh, they have something called fistball. Um, it's basically the equivalent of the casino in uh, Vegas Vacation that him and him and Clay uh, <laughs> go to. They're like, "Wow, pick a number." Me, war. We, me and Rusty play this all the time. It, it really is that, that. That's the best way to put it. Uh, they're hosting that here next year, but you would think that it's starting like next week. The way that they're pimping out the World Games down here in Birmingham. So, uh, if you've got a hanker, watch some sumo. Uh, some billiards or uh, some netball, then uh, you're in luck if you can be down here in Birmingham this time next year. That might be why I think they're moving SEC Media Days you back also, to Atlanta. You also just described also the most of the daytime ESPN programming from like the early eight, late 80s and early 90s. So do right you? I, I know you're late on memes and trending oh, videos. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But do you remember the. The, the viral sensation that uh, it, they had women in skirts and it looked like they were playing basketball, but nobody was dribbling and it looked like there were 30 of them. Uh, I think no. it, they, they, they no looked idea. like nuns, but they were, I think that was just their uniforms. That That's netball. It's like, here's basketball, except you don't do, like this is for the ladies, okay? Ladies, you aren't allowed to dribble. You've got to wear dresses. It's very... Uh, very bizarre, but that will be at these games. A lot, even have uh, roller roller skating. What about polo for TJ? Uh, ooh, I, you know what? They probably do have polo. I mean, they have uh, lacrosse. I know that's not an Olympic sport. Four ball. I mean, my goodness. I mean, is roller ball on there too. I probably. I, they have roller sports. I mean, there's just there's so many. There's so many uh, what sports. Was, what is like what kind of came from the X game leftovers too as well. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I like how this is the big, biggest thing to come to Birmingham since the since the Iron Bowl left like twenty years ago or thirty years ago. Ooh, uh, and since the Birmingham Iron, remember Trevor? That was your team, right? With uh, in the no, AAF no, I, with I, Trent I, Richardson. I, I was I was a fan of of the team only, not the uh, other equivalent of the Hot Shot in Arizona. Oh, got you, got you. Yeah, now you were Birmingham, I believe. I was I was, I was Memphis Express. TJ was Birmingham. Okay, yeah. He he hopped on the Trent Richardson train. Which, by the way, pretty sure Trent Richardson is now in playing for a Mexican football team. <laughs> so didn't really imagine. Down so there. We, I imagine. So he's playing soccer. 
<laughs> we described. Yeah, he, he, now Stoops is tomorrow, correct? Yes. Yeah, so uh, Mark Mark Stoops he will take the podium at two thirty p.m. Eastern time uh, down here at SEC Media Days, and Kirby Smart's got the morning followed by Josh Heupel, who I can only imagine is about as boring to hear talk as watching grass grow. So uh, that, that, that's kind of what's on the slate. I don't think we get the the egg bowlers until later on in the week. Those are the ones I'm really excited because ah, yes. even though, you know, they were coaching last year, uh, it's it's brand new to them because the event got canceled last year. So we've got Mike Leach uh, ready to roll for Wednesday. And the lane train – oh, actually, the lane train will end up being after Stoops. Nice. So, so this, this, technically, this is Leach and Kiffin's first SEC yeah. media day. Well, uh, oh, I guess Wayne, he did have that year Tennessee. at Tennessee. Yeah, yeah. It's but crazy. it still should be uh, pretty exciting stuff. Since, so just, the, since the Tennessee, uh, I, I guess, experience, we'll call it. Yeah, and you know that Lane is going to have one of those jokes prepared. Like the uh, – yeah, feels like I've been here before, but uh, it was so long ago – I mean, yes, does, I don't know if it actually did happen. Does Leach can Leach get a bigger crowd than Saban? Uh, no, no. But they're on the same day, so he'll get all of the uh, okay. leftovers. Uh, I'm also curious too, Trevor, because they're uh, they're typically this is an event where the goal is to draw as many media members as possible. But now with COVID stuff, they don't want to deal with crowd it's it's kind of weird it's like we have covid protocols but like you're not required to have a vaccine or anything like that so it's I mean, kind you're, of you're you're not you're not being limited to who you can go see is i mean do you even do you there for stoops i mean when they're not they're not limiting with with precautions saying okay well you can't be going to see every coach because you, you're just here for kentucky maybe go see one other coach only so they that's the case if you're at a smaller media outlet. So oh, some, you're so, oh you're not that small. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I on, got oh, my bad. Big Sorry. time Kentucky roll call over here. Okay. Uh, but you got, I you got two you and Lucky didn't have to share a room, did you? I mean you got you got your own hotel room. <laughs> <laughs> but they, they did limit us to we we Freddie was gonna join us down here, but we've only got two. We could not bring three folks. They've limited capacity for you know some outlets in a lot of places. I'm assuming especially with like the TV stations. Uh, they're saying sorry, we're you you can you can only uh, be here for one day. So there there are some people that are limited to which days they can come to and attend. So uh, they also you. aren't bringing as many kids. So normally there's three players per school. Uh, this year there's only two: Darian Kennard and Josh Pascal. They will be Kentucky's representatives. Uh, so uh, I'm sure we'll get lots of big blue wall talk. Uh, Josh, he will get asked quite a bit about you know overcoming adversity, kicking cancer's ass, and coming back. So there's uh th- that's what we're going to be looking forward to tomorrow. I, ha- I actually haven't uh, checked the slate to see which players should be uh, really popping today, but uh, make sure if you're listening along and you want to follow along, uh, luck it. He's joining the show tomorrow, but we're going to be podcasting every day down here on the 11 personnel podcast so subscribe to that feed and make sure you're you're following ksr on instagram and on facebook i'll be adding those stories a bunch of you know us chugging dr peppers and you know god knows what other sec media day things too so 
should be fun. I'm also hoping to, to speak to some of your favorite SEC network folks. So it should be a, should be a good grand old time down here at, at the, the one thing that I'm not looking forward to Trevor is I had to put on pants for the first time, like actual yeah. dress slacks. I wouldn't know that feeling. But it really was the first time that I I think I went to a wedding in like it was it a winter wedding? I I really I was struggling to to remember when the last time I wore non blue jeans because when I tried putting on a couple pairs of khakis tight squeeze it is a tight squeeze. Okay, first of all, blue jeans are are, are etiquette enough for SEC media day. Uh, you know, it's. Uh, I just know. For one day, I, I'm going to wear them for at least one day, but not every day. Well, there's only what three days, right? There's four. Four, okay. You can do jeans for four days. What are you, what are you talking? Yeah, about? Yeah, but I'm I'm getting a little fancier, uh, Trevor. We got to bring out the bed, the 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 best, and to be at your nicest. Okay, I mean, and <laughs> I mean, and it also it reminds me because I want to piggyback on the plug you were doing for your other uh, other ventures in life the last couple minutes yeah i noticed texas a&m was paying for exclusive rights for players mm. what is ksr paying for the exclusive rights for little chris rodriguez man so we we i'm glad you brought this up trevor i was going to at some point today uh texas texags.com which they're similar to ksr in that they are one of the larger well, hell, we just got bought, but they're one of the larger independent. <laughs> I, I, who do they own by? They're owned by like blue. Yeah, Green Print Real Estate Group is helping them pay for this. But texags.com is spending 10K to Isaiah Spiller, the all SEC running back. He'll probably be a second or third team selection. Yep. And safety, Damani Richardson. To provide exclusive interviews for features ahead of the 2021 season, uh, the so here here's what they got for 10k: a 29 minute video interview, 29 minute video interview with Spiller. He just talked about life and football. <laughs> Trevor, here's the thing: I don't know if 29 minutes is like, dude, what a good. If I'm Isaiah Spiller, ten thousand dollars for twenty nine minutes, like sign me. I mean, we, goodness gracious, that is, and there's my one goodness gracious for this uh, for today. But my word, that is that is so much money for something that <laughs> I know it's quote unquote exclusive. But they're going to be talking to these guys during the season, Trevor, and I don't think they're going to be saying anything in these interviews that's all that earth-shattering that is going to be worth bucking up ten grand. season starts. No, but you know as well as I do, if you did this with a basketball player at KSR, the, the juice would probably be worth the squeeze in terms of like, well, you don't have a paywall, I guess, but I'm sure I'm assuming that site does. No. Uh, oh, they don't? They don't, yeah. Oh, I mean, they're just morons. Yeah, I like you can't. That, yeah, revenue is, doesn't work like that. You know, I mean, I mean, I know oh, you. Man. I know I mean, you get it off the ad stuff, but I mean, yeah, yeah. Unless that's a pound of paywall, then yeah, I don't understand why you do that. But then again, I mean, but hey, like you just said, you you just got bought. You got the money. You're sending two people down there. You're dressing up in fancy khakis for interviews. You know, you got to look the big wig part. I think KSR should pony up a little bit and have some exclusive stuff for 
and and then I, by the way, I mean, who would you if you were going to pick one? If, if they told you we're going to give you here's the money, uh, Nick, what player do you want to exclusive? Who are you picking on this roster? Right now, it's going to be Levis because we've never heard from him. Uh, he's new. He's you know the quarterback competitions everything. That would make sense. The thing this this guy would you wear jeans to interview uh, uh, Levi's Levis? I'm, I might even wear a shirt. No, it just depends on what we're doing it. But I, I think I think and you, you can suck, it, buddy. Take out your suck it and suck it for all the genie shots at me, you jerk. Uh, but I, I I just think that not not only is it kind of silly, they're going to be talking to these guys throughout the year. You know, they're going to be getting interviewed pretty regularly. I don't know what the media policy is, but. The reason why it's not really worth it just for an interview is you're going to interview these guys regularly for free. So you're paying, they're already going to get this free, and yet they're paying 10K for an advance. Maybe if it was something like, all right, we're going to get an exclusive series where, uh, you know, we, we do this long sit down, and then once a month or once a week, he comes on our show and talks. That's if it's a weekly or a regular appearance fee, I get that. But to do just this, I, I just, I don't, I'll tell you, I don't what, it does, I'll tell you what it does do, Nick, and what you should see it is, is look at it through the eyes of a recruit. And you're looking at these nil rights now coming up. You're going into maybe picking between Texas A&M and Texas or Oklahoma. You're going, wow, these fan bases are, look how they treat their best. They're, they're, they're star players right now when they're still there. And can't go right to the NFL because if you're a spiller, you had to come back for one more year to be a junior to go to the NFL. Hey, look what they do. That's how they treat. I'm, I, you know what? I want to go there. <laughs> I mean, did, isn't that? I mean, you're. I mean, I mean you're right, but like, it's not your job to try to make your school. I mean, I guess if you're you're a fan site, so you might want that to be the case. Hell yeah, you. But the case, you tell me you don't. But, get more but you're a business first good. and foremost. Yes, and you still get more traffic right. when you're good. How much traffic do you think? I mean, I don't know how. And they need all help. That's they true. Jimbo Fisher's your coach. I mean, and Nick, that's the goal of the schools, right? I mean, you, you've heard about all these schools, whether it's Kentucky or Memphis, putting together NIL pitches. I mean, that's these businesses are just helping accelerate that, no? And it's Texas A&M. I mean, do we not forget the Eric Dickerson quote from the Pony Express? The, we had the, the, the trans A&M car. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty funny. That was a great uh, one. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, I mean, so to your point, uh, yes, like these, you're, you're all making valid points, but, and, and I think there's also some value in creating and establishing relationships, especially early in a kid's career. So like if you get somebody and you know, you're going to get two years out of them, uh, where they're going to be sharing stuff with you, then it's worth it. But like, at the end of the day, it's a bottom line business. And Texag says they get six hundred and fifty thousand. They're like, oh, we get sixty six hundred fifty thousand monthly viewers. We're at nine million page views page views a month on KSR. I guess two point five ses- sessions, and that was in June. That was a slow month. Four times that, and I still don't think it's worth it. Like, <laughs> I don't think it's even close. So, yeah, I, I, all you know, they're they're being funded by another booster that's just saying, "Hey, don't well, worry, I'll cover the I'll cover the loss on you," because yeah. like what me and Scooter just told you, it's just the perception of the recruiting for the future from going forward from this point on. 
Now they do have a sponsor. They have a real estate company that's sponsoring this. Ah, so, yes. so they there could be footing the bill for a lot of it. it no, uh, you know, I, I don't, I, that is unclear. They could be, you're right. They could just be, this could be nothing on techsags.com. Um, so, you know, maybe that's the key behind all of this because your, your green print real estate is all over the place on this. So that could be the key mm-hmm. to unlocking awesomeness. And maybe we need to get a uh, real estate agent, TG, real estate mogul, sports talker, Terry Walker to fork up some dough and become our big wig who's sponsoring all of our interviews. Maybe that's the, that, that's the key to our success. Just, I'm just saying, you, Kentucky's got to get ahead of the curve on this. So does Louisville. I don't know what, what site Louisville would do it with. Uh, but, I mean, somebody's got to – come on. Can we? Just about the time I think we can forgive Papa John, maybe? I mean, can we get a donation here? <laughs> oh, uh, I, I did see – so Jordan Watkins is doing something with the Louisville Rival site. I don't know what exactly that is. So, yeah, there's one uh, – there's a Louisville player. That's that's making some moves. Yeah, I just want I just want it to be enough to where it, it makes a headline like A and M does, because that's what you want. You want the headlines. You want the kids to see it trending. You, you know, I, that's what we need to do. Everybody, we need to get it to enough to where it's it's flashing and it gets the, it gets the kids' attention. They realize, hey, if I go there, they're gonna take care of me. Nah, man. Well, we'll can. Oh, oh so here's a. Uh... I hope you've got some questions already for this, 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 for Snoops tomorrow, correct? You, you've got, have you written anything down? No, written zero things down. We're going straight <laughs> off the cuff. Are you so, I don't know if you're being serious or not, really. I know. Straight <laughs> off the cuff, Joey Finstyle only questions. We do need to get to a break. I'm not yeah. going to share the secrets to my questions, but we got to talk NBA. And we've got some Olympic news that, Scooter Dingus, it's very important to his life. So we'll get to that more. Get in touch with the show. Text in at 502-414-1450. He's Trevor Kelsey. I'm Nick Roush. We'll be back right after this quick message break. Welcome back to Kentucky Roll Call. Good to be the king. Welcome back into Kentucky Roll Call. Nick Roush, Trevor Kelsey, and the Scooter Dingus, Justin Kalen, hanging out with you on a Monday morning. I'm down here in Birmingham, Alabama for SEC Media Days 2021, but starting this week, we have the Olympics, and there's some breaking news out of Team USA. We have a, a, an, an unnamed gymnast. His, I don't have the exact wording, but they're in COVID-19 protocols. I, I feel like we're going to be getting the, the COVID, not cancellations, but folks in COVID protocols more in the Olympics than we have in other sports, just because there's so many travel involved as well right right so uh you're going to be expecting to see some of that but the big the big news from the olympics over the weekend is we saw pictures of the beds that the athletes are going to be staying on the olympic village and they are made from cardboard 
Now, they'll tell you that they were made from cardboard to be sustainable so that when the event's over with, you know, you can recycle the cardboard. And other folks are calling them the the anti-sex beds so that you can hop on the bed and it's encouraging social distancing because if you've got two people in the bed, they'll fall apart and you can't be doing the nasty in these beds. Well, Justin, I, I sent you a video on the text line. These, this might be more sturdy than your bed on the ground. I think you should invest in having a cardboard bed to really upgrade your room because as the gymnast uh, Reese McClanahan shows us, you can jump up and down on a cardboard bed and it doesn't break. So I think this is something you should consider adding to your bachelor pad to get your mattress up off the ground. Therefore, they are not anti-sex. I would gladly, when I first saw the pictures of these beds this weekend, I would gladly take one of those beds. They look pretty comfortable, to be honest with you. Yeah, and they're not actually like there. There is a mattress on top, so it's just Correct. a cardboard kind of frame. But I'm not gonna lie, Trevor. When I saw it, I just it. it I imagine Dwight Schrute when he shows up for Christmas and his desk is wrapped up and he throws his stuff down and just plops down. That I, I could imagine myself plopping down in that bed and it just caving in. I had not seen these pictures, and I just watched the video you just sent uh, briefly. So until you finally, at the very end of that, like threw in the fact that there's actually a mattress, this is just a the, the, the frame of it is cardboard. I was like, well, who the hell sleep? What are they just recycling like refrigerator boxes now? I mean, this is like the homeless Olympics. What the what the hell? I mean, how do you how are you just gonna put them on cardboard? Can we just uh, say how strong that cardboard must be yeah, to hold them? It's clearly, yeah. I mean, there, there's a mattress. I mean, it's, it, it's, yeah. I think if, if he can jump up and down on it, you can, you can. You tone, as Tone Luck would say, the wild thing is possible. Yeah, and I'm sure it's not the uh, the stuff that you would get your refrigerator delivered in. Like, I'm sure it's much thicker stuff. You know, uh, I, well, I don't know. It depends how big the fridge is. That's true. That's true. Yeah, or what about like said something more like. like when it come in like the box, like the uh, the the leg in Christmas Story, the fragile yeah. box. <laughs> yeah, I should have. I I because actually my fridge box was pretty like yeah. sturdy, but the other kind of like oh your toy package from your kid, that sort of thing is probably much more fragile. So it's good to see that they they're taking care of their athletes over there in Tokyo, almost as good as they'll take care of you at Salsaritas because Salsaritas. We'll hook you up seven days a week at any one of their two locations. They have one in Middletown on Shelbyville Road and one in St. Louis on Hubs Lane where they're dishing out the most delicious and spicy salsas. If it's too hot for you, you can go in and get some of their fresh guac or their queso. The salsa there, though, it's so good. It's in their name. And they have the wildly addictive chips where, Justin, even if they aren't as addictive as you want them to be. You can just say, hey, can I get some more wildly addictive seasoning? And they will hook you up That's with right. some of that to keep you happy, full, and filled with love in your heart and in your belly. Because Salsaritas is their best. Download the app before you go, and you can save a little bit of coin. Uh, you know, Refer a friend. You get some free Salsaritas bucks, and they get free Salsaritas bucks. It's a win-win at Salsaritas. Speaking of winners, the Phoenix Suns are losers. <laughs> and so, so are you on the uh, when in doubt fade route. 
Man, I uh, had a yeah. rough. Uh, I, I, before we get into it, just a weekend of bad beats for Roush over here. Just the worst. I'm at wanted, least I'm only one to know, but thank you for that. At least in the Suns game, you know, we just had a friendly ten dollar wager. I just wanted a little action on it to make it make sure I stayed up to watch it all. <laughs> and the, the Suns had no chance of covering that spread after just an a bomb like a, a terrible third quarter. And it, it was more or less a good Bucks third quarter that gave them the big lead than a, a bad Suns third quarter. But man, do they know how to spoil something good? Can the Phoenix Suns do anything right in the final minute of a basketball game? Mm, I would. I mean. I'd like to say yes, but I don't know if there's really that much, you know, facts and video to argue against me. And there's a lot to say. I'm lying if I say yes. Uh, it, it's sad. I mean, I, I, there's no reason why this this Suns team should lose in a seven game series to Milwaukee. I mean, it, it's it, they are they just you don't see the the lesser talented team, and yes, Milwaukee's a lesser talented team losing a seven game series in a in the NBA playoffs unless they are. And I know I don't think Monty Williams is that bad a coach, but you have to be just a somewhat you have to be just that much worse a coach of your opponent for that to happen. I you look at you know Doc Rivers losing to Atlanta, I mean because mm-hmm. Doc Rivers is the moron, and then you have you know I, so so and and Bozing or whatever his name is I forget I forgot to pronounce but Coach Buds yeah he used to coach in Atlanta before this and then was an assistant with San Antonio. I mean he's a bad coach. But neither is Monty Williams. So, I mean, but still, the, the talent level, my, I don't feel like Monty Williams is that bad a coach, lesser of a coach than Coach Bud, to, for them to lose. This. Their, their talent level should be over, oversee that. Does that kind of make sense? I mean, yeah, but they don't have the best player on the floor. So, it, you yeah. know, they do have Giannis, who. Like, yeah, but, they you, have, but their three best players are, are by far better than, than the two best players in Milwaukee. I mean, Giannis is maybe the best individual player, and I don't even know. With today's NBA, especially in the playoffs, where it's more about guard play and perimeter play, Trevor, don't even. The best don't even. Booker should be the best player on the on the between both teams. The second best player is Paul. Third, or actually, I'd say Paul and Giannis are even. And then you have DeAndre Ayton, who is just light years should be, or at least ahead of Middleton. Then who's your third best player in Milwaukee? Drew Holiday. Yes, I said it's awful, and that was maybe a little a little hyperbolic on Friday, but he is still an average player. The, the thing was though is they they had great games you know if you if you have all three of the bucks having so you had 32 for Giannis 29 for Middleton and 27 for Holiday when those three guys are playing well they are more difficult to beat but that was the thing the Sun on a run they they it was a one point game and they got stopped with 30 seconds ago and Kerr dribbles puts his shoulder down dribbles into the lane gets nowhere gets double teamed, you go from a chance to take the lead to Chris Paul, who wisely fouled the hell out of Giannis in a previous possession, but was too late to get back and just gave Giannis an and one there. And so instead of just being down three with a chance to tie, he gives them an and one, they go up by four, and it's impossible to. So Chris Paul, once again, I mean, he well, wasn't the reason they were there, but he, he made the worst possible mistake he could have made in that situation. The two key plays down the stretch of that game were, A, the tipped back free throw by Giannis when he missed, which was a brilliant play, because even if that – I mean, I don't even think he, he knows Holiday's behind, or Milton's behind him, and it doesn't matter, because at worst-case scenario, he tips that ball back, and it does 
little flashback to Magic and the Blazers in 91 when he just kind of threw the ball back and it dribbled out of bounds. He lose probably eight seconds off the clock anyway. Mm-hmm. But it happened to go to Middleton, which just is the perfect situation. And the other was, you mentioned Booker, for some reason driving into a triple team, holding the ball long enough for the fourth defender, which was Drew Holiday, to come over and strip. I mean, at that point, you have four guys on you. Somebody's got to be open. Somebody's got to be open. I mean, literally, you could have just thrown it any direction and probably had a good chance of hitting or getting in the vicinity of another player, whether they would have a good shot or not is irrelevant. It at least would have gotten the ball out of the lane where he was. And and that frustrated me, too, because I, I just said – and I probably jinxed him. It's probably my fault because I he had hit the three coming off that curl. Oh, yeah. That was, that was awesome. And it's not – and I have made this comparison before that play. But, I mean, and I've said it – I think I, I said this for the first time about a month or two ago to another friend of mine where I said, I think the reason I really do like Booker is because he reminds me of a kind of modern-day version of Reggie Miller. Not the exact same player because the game is different, but mm-hmm. just, just what he just reminds me of Reggie when I watch him out there playing, both using the mid-range and the three-point game. And that's what I think – and it's these one-year Kentucky and y'all got beat while Wisconsin. So, I mean, I, I, I don't I – don't, he's – he might be one of the few and first ever Kentucky players, if I still played 2K, that I would actually use. Oh, shucks, Trevor. I've That's never used, I've never used a 2K player ever on 2K. Ever. Wow. I, I, I can't do it. I'm sorry. I, yeah, I mean. How vengeful of you. I know. What can I say? Got to draw a line somewhere. So the, the thing that I think was most disappointing is that I don't know. You lose three straight. I don't know if you can rebound to go win at Milwaukee to force a game seven. That that was. I don't want to say a must win, but I mean, I, I, oh, I, I, I must win. Venus can easily still win this series. You but still have the. You still have the face. Yeah, yeah, I. Yeah. I just think the chance to clinch at home. I'm sure Kareem and the Big O will be there. I mean, that place is going to be rocking Tuesday night. Why would, why would Kareem? Kareem's the one that ditched him and left him. And went Dude, they were, they were both there for game four. Where are they? Okay, I didn't. I didn't yeah, yeah. You, okay. were, you were in a different uh, stratosphere for that moment when they showed them. Was that on Wednesday night? I, I believe it was on a Wednesday, so yeah, that yeah, makes that perfect was, sense. Uh, yeah, but yeah, AEW Trump. Well, I, I, Nick, I think Trevor might be in a different stratosphere here this morning just because of his horrible take. I mean, the really? talent. The t- talent, really? Yeah, how are you going to yeah. argue that Giannis isn't the best player on the floor, Trevor? That's just ignorant. It is. I know. I'll take Booker. That's crazy. I-, I would agree with you that the combination of Booker, Chris Paul, and Aiton are all better than Middleton and Drew Holiday, but Giannis by far is the best player on the floor. No question. No. I, I, I'm, until, until he can be – until he can actually well, be a threat from the perimeter – He's as great as he, he is. He doesn't he's need still to be not better than he's not going to be better. No, I'll take. Both. He doesn't need to be a threat from the perimeter. Well, and, 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 and to ju- I'm sorry, Nick. Go on. Well, can keep going at it if you'd like. But to Justin's point, the reason that's the difference between game four and five has been Giannis. It was the block shot on the lob to Aiden in four. Five. It's the runaway dunk in the fast break. Does he need to be better on the perimeter? Guards game, but I think he's proven otherwise. Man, no retort. Wow, I got him. Actually, I think you you were skipping a little bit there on me. I'm sorry. That's why I didn't know you'd done talking. <laughs> Whoops. But yeah, he he proved it, Trevor. He proved it. I think you are in fact wrong now. 
No, and I love Giannis. Don't get me wrong. I just, just, I mean, and Giannis is just everything that Philadelphia wishes Ben Simmons would be. But Agreed. And it's, but it's just, I, yeah. I mean, with today, you've got to be able to shoot the ball. I'm not. It doesn't just because I think one's better than the other doesn't doesn't mean I think that one sucks. To be honest, I would say second. But it, it just you've got to be able to shoot the ball in today's NBA, especially. But that see that's that's where I don't agree with that, Trevor, is because Giannis put up what he had forty point games in game four and five, and he didn't shoot a three. Like well, you don't need to just shoot a three to score. He he's putting up forty without putting up threes. You know they've got shooters around him. That's where that's why Milton is so much more important to that team. It's true. Yeah, the oh, I'm just I, I was really hoping we'd get it. I've always been cheering for these series to go a little bit longer, and uh, I hope that's the case for Booker's sake. I because here's the thing if Chris Paul has a 2 0 lead and is unable to bring it home, there's no coming back from that if you're him, no coming back from that. He, he, he's been trying to get here his whole career, and to have it simple way like that, I will. I I texted my buddy who's a State Farm agent and is like, dude, really tough day to be a State Farm guy when you've got Chris Paul out there just balling it. No, nah, so, I mean it's you can't. And nah, I just didn't he have like twenty one and eleven in in, in in this weekend's game. I mean, he did, but I'm still okay. blaming him for that stupid fat. I mean, it was it was a terrible, uh, terrible play to end the game. And so it's going to be his fault, as far as I'm concerned. And I still because, say if Paul if Paul returns to this Phoenix team and and they may me, I remember they also didn't they also lost uh, Dario Sarge in the Western Conference Finals. They did who is just a pretty good. Well, I mean, I mean, he's not a great player, but he's a very good role player and the big man they desperately need right now and could use, especially with Giannis being able to do what he wants, getting in the lane. They. It, it, you're right, though, Trevor. If they can come back and find a way to win this in seven, do it at home, then there's no Chris Paul slander. And and you also the Suns also deserve credit for coming back down ten with what four minutes to go. I mean that that was a nice comeback they had, and I was just so so upset that they couldn't close the deal. Uh, oh man, just I, I hate seeing it go away. But uh, we want to get your. What were you thinking? Is Chris Paul the worst? Is Giannis the best player on the floor? Can Trevor suck it? Text in five. How am I the one over here? The voice of reason representing for a Kentucky player. What the hell? I mean, I know I didn't get a lot of sleep last night because I'll be honest with you. I didn't didn't even, I slept in so late yesterday that I didn't even see your text till like seven o'clock last night when I texted you back. So (laughs) I just, but, but man, what what world are we living in? Where I'm the one over here having to, to, to boost the Kentucky player, TJ. Good lord, come back to us. Oh man, you can suck it, buddy. But I text mean, in five zero two four one four fourteen fifty. Two years from now, Trevor Booker might be a better player than Giannis. But right now, I, I think even TJ would tell you that Giannis is a better player than Booker. I'll just take I'll take Booker. You can have him. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I, we're, I'm not going to go to a break right now, but Trevor, you it's can shut your mouth for right now. Well, did you notice the US, USA got a little bit of a good taste in their mouth going into the last exhibition beating Spain? Or there like, we go. The, uh, so the, the, the best of Spain from 2005 NBA All-Star team. 
There we go. The uh, USA all the way. Kelvin Johnson, permanent member of Team USA now. So points, yeah, good for good for Kelvin. Um, but I need you to suck it because we, Justin and I, the adults, have to talk about golf now. Because oh, Lord, here I'm going to go pack. I mean, uh, okay. <laughs> First and foremost, the bad beats this weekend, Justin. I mean, they were as bad as it could get. I had Brooks Kepka top five. Oh. He's holding on to top five the entire Sunday until Fratelli comes up late, hits a late birdie. Brooks finishes one stroke back, top six. I had multiple guys miss the cut by one stroke. It was it was maddening. It was maddening on the bad beats. It, it was such a bad weekend. I went from first and fourth to my leaderboard. Just just absolutely killed myself on my picks. And to make matters worse. Our friend JT Post and Aaron Flaner were holding on to the lead at the Barbasol Championship for two days, end up going to a playoff hole, make it six different playoffs before losing to Seamus Power. The Irishman gets his first PGA Tour win in just a devastating loss. It was, it was going to be a party unlike any other in Lexington, Kentucky, and to go out, make it to a playoff, and then go six deep just to lose. A- absolutely just gut-wrenching. Gut-wrenching. That was Poston? Yeah, yeah. He's a, he's a wildcat, huh? Well, he's not a wildcat, but he's a friend of KSR, so he's 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 on our... Gotcha. Are there any wildcats... Uh, professional golfers. I think I lost Nick. That's what y'all get for talking golf. By My the way. gosh, no that. kidding. I mean, I, I I was half paying attention. I'm not going to lie. I was actually just looking at the box scores from the finals. But I mean, yeah, that Nick, I guess I'll have to reset or something because I I can't tell you anything about golf, Scooter. I'm not going to lie, but you type I, as loud as Nick, by the way. That's I'm looking it up right now. I've, I'm curious. I've just got to know if there's any golfers that are from UK. Are y'all still talking about that, that Barbasol stuff that was going on? That's what he was talking about. Yeah, but they just played the British Open this weekend um, over at, was it Royal St. George's? It was a great tournament. You really need to get into golf. No, no thanks. I, I, I mean, you're you're constantly in the right mindset where you would enjoy it. You just got to have I the watch, patience. I watch sit baseball. Down. I don't need golf. I listen. I enjoy baseball. I watch some soccer, golf and tennis. And I'll, I, I would watch tennis over golf. I, golf would literally be the last sport and not including probably mm-hmm. Olympic sports that I would watch. I would watch. I just cannot get into it. I don't mind doing the golf outings with you guys. Even though I went the last one, I'll probably definitely make the next one, but that's just cause I like to, I just, I just like driving the golf cart. <laughs> anytime, anytime I can, you know, make myself go, you know, faster in any way is it's always a perk. When, when especially, you know, without having to actually move my legs or walk. So, yeah, I golf by far least favorite sport to watch. I, I can't. I, Nick, uh, Nick, I don't know if you can hear me or if we can hear you. But I'm back. I'm <laughs> back. back. I made golf, it. golf is my least favorite. What is your least favorite? The one sport you just have no desire to ever watch. Ice skating. No, that's an Olympic sport. That doesn't count. Man, and I I hate saying this, but 
I think if, if you had given me the run on sports to watch, baseball is probably at the bottom of it. I just, I don't, I, unless it's the playoffs, it's really hard for me to above, give a damn. Above hockey or, or, or even tennis? Yeah. I'm probably with you, Nick, to be honest. As much as I love baseball, I'm I'm more apt to watch tennis and golf before baseball. I, I would I would I would not consider tennis in this because I just don't I, I yeah, well, tennis bores the hell out of me. Well then tennis would be last for you then. Well, but I don't even consider tennis to be one of the major you not consider it a sport? No, but I, it's just not even like I feel like golf is the one kind of non but hell I yeah, no, it, it would definitely be tennis then. Tennis, yeah, baseball. Tennis courts at golf. Wherever you have a golf course, I guarantee there's a tennis court there. Oh, that that was the country club we yesterday. Yeah. And yes, so it's definitely tennis then for me. I, like, I'll maybe watch like a Wimbledon final or something because it's only in the morning. And you're like, oh, well, this is kind of fun. But I just, yeah, yeah. Okay, definitely tennis. Tennis nah, can suck it. Nah, t- 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 I mean, tennis is second to last for me, but golf definitely at least with tennis, you have the action. You've got some grunting. I mean, you, 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 there's some excitement to it. You should Golf. at least watch the majors, Trevor. I, there's no, there's no difference to me. I mean, it's no. I mean, it, it <laughs> I, you could tell me to watch the majors, the Barbasol Open, or the the Foot Eaters 2000. I mean, either way, it's all going to look the same to me. I would watch the Foot Eaters 2000. <laughs> that had to, that had to be in Happy Gilmore. Yeah I, yeah, I was actually more of a reference off of Kingpin. Oh, oh okay. gotcha. I think, I think there's a uh, readers, older readers uh, invite or something it was called. Before before I I lost some connection there though, Justin, I got I got to ask you, Louis Ustazen, he does have a major under his belt, but the guy's been in contention for every major this year. He has the Grand Slam of second places. He blew another two-shot lead yesterday and ended up four back, came in third. Do we feel bad for Louis Oosthuizen? Um, No, because, I mean, everyone likes Louis. I mean, when, when you pay attention to him with the crowd, the crowd loves him. He always plays really good golf. He's getting a fat paycheck regardless whether he's finishing second, third, fourth, or fifth. So I, I don't feel bad for Louis. I kind of did feel bad for him this weekend, however, just because – I am. I don't know that I've ever seen a golfer choke it away the way he did. I mean, and I want to give credit to Morikawa for coming up and, and taking it from him, but in my opinion, I think Louie just choked it, and it was it was kind of sad to see, to be honest with you. Well, he didn't gack it away late like some other, like Molinari the year Tiger won it. Kenny Perry that one year at the Masters was just absolutely awful because Louie just had a bad day you know yeah. and it was pretty evident from the beginning it wasn't gonna work so it, it did take some drama out of it i know spieth was chasing morikawa uh but you know morikawa had to four he could have three putted and still won on 18 um so he i i like where i mean he's only 24 years old he's gonna be a star in the game of golf so uh, good to good to see him go out there and get it done i was i was actually probably more disappointed in the golf course than anything is it really a British Open if you get four days of sunshine and low winds? I don't think so. That, Nick, that did not look like a British Open to me. That's not their fault. It's Mother Nature's. I mean, there's nothing you can do to control that. I'm sure the players loved it. Uh, yeah, I'm sure they did too. But you know what? I, when I watch the British Open, when I turn it on, I want it to be gloomy. I want them to look miserable. 
That's what I like about the British Open. And we got none of that this weekend. And frankly, it was a bunch of malarkey. <laughs> did did you look, not take a look at me when I watch British Open? That's what I look like. Did, Nick, did you not watch them tee off on the first hole at all this weekend? That was brutal when they went right or left into that long grass. That's their conditions right there. I mean, that's that's a condition you're not going to get on a whole lot of golf courses. Yeah, no, not tough enough for me. I need them to be <laughs> devastatingly bad. That's you, you what want, I need. You want like one under for the win. Yes, yes. <laughs> that That's what I, I – maybe not that much, but, you know. By the way, I hope you're right with Morikawa because everybody was saying this about Rory back when he was this age as well, that he was going to be the next great thing. Remember, he was going to take over, be the next Tiger, and it wasn't mm -hmm. the case. So I, I hope we do see that with Morikawa because I really like watching him golf. Hey, isn't the British Open the one Greg Norman choked in one time really bad? That was the Masters, I think. Oh. Yeah, I, I, yeah. Remember, I remember something to do with him in the British Open one time. He, he won it. They, they showed his highlights of him winning it. And he ah, hit on a flasher. But to your point, Justin, I just think that uh, a lot of the people we hype is the next big thing in golf. Nobody's ever a Tiger, but you're going to have guys who are always contending. And right now, it's a good rotating cast of characters between DJ, yeah. uh, Justin Thomas, uh, Brooks Kepka. Uh, yeah, Speed. I mean, there, I mean, there are Speed is back now, yeah. so you know, it, there's a good cast of characters that's kind of rotating in. And Morikawa, it's safe to say that he he's going to join that crew as the kind of usual suspects that are going to be competing uh, in the top ten for for the next few years. Is my last name Winthorpe, by the way? No. Winthorpe. Okay. What? Curious. I didn't know. I didn't know what Louis' last name was. Who's no. I just I. I <laughs> Justin, I, Louis Oosthuizen is just your spirit animal. Just look at him, and it's like yeah. he's oh, a little he's guy. Tight. He is so – he makes me feel big. I remember I was at the Players' Championship a couple years ago, and I stood next to Louis. I was probably like a couple feet away. I got him by two or three inches. He is tiny. <laughs> well, and my, my brother-in-law was saying too, he's like, Rory is just as tiny. He just doesn't look it. And yeah, I don't know right. what think, it is, yeah, but he's, he's a little guy six. too. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. Weird how cameras, optical illusions, they happen all and the time. And then you got Dustin Johnson, who's like 6'5", towering over everybody. Yeah, J JT's a big guy, too. But enough just talking about player sites. Let's read a few texts before we get to our daily double break. A texter says, you have to have friends and contacts in your phone to butt dial people, Trevor, so it makes sense. Wow, boom, roasted. Oh, roasted. <laughs> the text, I would like to tell you this. If, if, a, if a sports fan ever found my phone, they would love looking through my contacts. I've, I've got I've got some famous athletes' names in my phone. You'd be surprised. Yeah, we, we would be surprised. It, but it's true. You do have them in there. I can yeah. I can confirm. Um, I don't know if the numbers are still the same for a lot of these athletes, but uh, hey, they're still in your phone though. They so, were when yeah, I got them. They were when I got them when I heisted uh, David Pageant's uh, or Scott Pageant's uh, black book. <laughs> Uh, Billy Big Blue says, so TJ can fight through a bloody tongue and Justin can battle a gruesome scooter injury, but Trevor couldn't show up regularly due to cigarettes and asbestos. Wow. Just the cigarettes and asbestos, just keeping Trevor at home. Yeah. But, what can I can say, I, I'm, I guess I got more Derek Coleman than Michael Jordan in me. Wait, can oh. we, can we take a moment to realize how big of a moment this is guys? Billy Big Blue just texted in a text line and didn't come at me. Big wow. Day. Big day on KRC. It's a new week. We're turning a new leaf. And we're turning it into hour number two. We're going to take our daily double break. 
When we come back, we're going to get more of your texts into the show at 502-414-1450. Talk a little Kentucky basketball recruiting. Uh, Louisville and Chris Mack. Wow. They can just take out that. It is just, it's a brutal summer for Mojito Mack. He's going to need to make him double. We'll tell you why when we return with Justin Kale and the Scooter Dingus, Trevor Kelsey, and Nick Roush here on Kentucky Roll. Welcome back for Hour 2 of Kentucky Roll Call. Nothing is over until we decide it is. With Walker and Roush. We're just getting started, bro. Welcome to Hour Number 2 of Kentucky Roll Call. On Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. The Scooter Dingus, Justin Kalen, produced it back in southern Indiana, along with Trevor Kelsey in Louisville, and I'm Nick Roush. Here in Birmingham, Alabama, just a short drive away from Hoover for where this year's SEC Media Days will return. Uh, It'll be the first time in two years we had the event. The event was canceled, and I'm going to be down here all week providing coverage. The sports talker, Terry Walker, he had another weekend getaway slash vacation. (laughs) I think when you have this many weekend getaways stacked up, on top of one another, it counts as a vacation. He will be back on Wednesday. Uh, I, Adam Luckett doesn't know this yet, but he's going to be on the show with me tomorrow to have talk not, some ball. Have you not told him yet? No, no, of course not. And no. this is a TJ vacation. This is his. I gave him. A, I gave him a, a slide on the first air quote getaway, but this is back to back vacations. But again, and you of all people should know this is it's still a new dad. There is expecting. They should be able to – I have no problem with them getting as many of these trips in before the, the kid comes as they can. Right? Yeah, that's so true. That's they true. Should, they should get a pass on that. And right. So therefore, therefore, we're not going to give them too much crap, but that doesn't mean he gets no crap. Yeah. Um, I, I, I can't blame him either, and it's actually a good way to go about it too, just making long weekends, especially – I know this one's a family trip. I have a feeling after a while – like if – you know, a week with family, that's a lot. But four days is very doable. So hopefully he's having a good time. But I know that this Saturday at noon, he was on his computer ready to get some swag from home field. They dropped the big new Saturday line. The swag is just on. As one of our texters would say, it's the diesel cannon at home field apparel. And you would have saved a lot of money if you used promo code KRC. So keep on using that. Uh, KRC at checkout. I'm a big fan of the the Power Case sweatshirt, the Wildcat. I mean, it's just a thing of beauty. They also got a it's football time in the bluegrass helmet. Absolutely gorgeous stuff over there at Homefield Apparel. So check them out today and use that promo code KRC at checkout. And uh, just, Trevor, just for the record, that also works for IU and Louisville gear as well. So yeah, but they can suck it though. No, we want to give our good friends at Homefield all the, the sales they can do. So if you're a Kentucky fan, you know maybe maybe even you know use it to get one of your little fan friends a, a gift. Never hurts. To, you, trust you, me, trust me it never hurts to give a little fan a gift right about now. That they could definitely use a cheering up. Are you trying to tell me something, Trevor? I'm just saying it's you're never right. it never hurts to get a, a classic retro 1986 national championship shirt. 
Well, I do think that that's the only championship. You're not going to be buying a 2013 championship shirt. That's for sure. And you're not going to be buying a championship shirt anytime soon, too, because Marcus Carr, he is not going to the University of Louisville. Marcus Carr, (laughs) over the weekend, committed to Texas. He's joining Chris Beard's team down there, likely kicking Devin Askew to the bench. Um, But, man, Texas should be pretty good, and Louisville should not be. Um, they really needed a guy to come in and be a difference maker. I know that the the folks over there will tell you that Max got all he needs. No, Marcus Carr would have made them a Final Four contender. Trevor, Louisville is not a Final Four contender right now. Well, I mean, you can have all you need and still it'd be nice to add Marcus Carr to the lineup. I mean, that's that's a given. But, I mean, it's – I mean, it's 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 a nice addition for Texas. Sorry to the people of Australia, you lost out. You came in second, apparently. But you know, I'm I'm not gonna I'm not going to run I'm not gonna run to the to the bridge and and look down at the net at the Golden Gate and because and, because Marcus Carr didn't pick Louisville. I mean, you always go to the most extremes with these, Trevor. Well, I'm just so saying. I mean, <laughs> they. Just, First of all, they do have a net on on the Golden Gate Bridge. <laughs> I know they do. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, but um, yeah, and we kind of discussed it last week how it's an embarrassment to the University of Louisville that they couldn't even get him on campus for a visit, especially in the Nell era. Um, if we if you'd like to revisit that embarrassment, we can, Trevor. I just I don't no, know if it's necessary. I, I, I want I, instead of actually like re- looking back at hindsight of the embarrassment, I want to look like Minority Report forward and the advancement of the embarrassment that will be sec media day with you down there but by the way how far is exactly hoover from birmingham technically it's like 15 20 minutes it'd be yeah i mean from downtown i mean it's kind of like saying that uh driving from jefferson town is not a part of louisville i mean yeah yeah i got you i got yeah very very similar so as i was saying let's let's not look back at the the hindsight of mistakes let's look forward and report future mistakes they will be made when you are asking the questions. Now, who who's up first today? Who who who's the first? Who's getting the first Roush question of the day today? Maybe none of them today. None. Like, none of the question. Right? Give me the list of today's. You you sent it off an hour ago, but that was an hour ago. It's we we we've, we've established this three year pattern that my short term memory is not all it used to be. We have Dan Mullen. Number one, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we have Dan Mullen up first, and then it's Ed Orgeron and Shane Beamer. So maybe I can ask Shane Beamer what it will feel like to like, how will you tell it, convince your fans it's not that bad when you're losing to Kentucky? (laughs) I mean, (laughs) that would be a question I would love to hear the answer to. I'll say that much. Maybe we can ask Dan Mullen if there's, oh, I don't know, uh, if they need to pack the stadium. Uh, is he going to be fighting any other coaches this year? I, 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 I don't know. I, I just, it's hard to top the, 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 the best experience I've ever had down here was whenever Jim McElwain got super mad when Kyle Tucker asked a question that was only semi-related to the shark incident. And I mean, dude just did not know how to like take a joke. 
So there's only well, the four coaches to today. Is that it? Do you get any players? Three, three coaches today. We get players too. But oh, I mean, did you say it was the? I thought you said four guys. My bad. Yeah. Yeah. I can't count public school. No child left behind, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we got that happening. Uh, I know that you, you mentioned USA basketball. Um, but yeah, I, I, okay. Yeah. I still want to get, I want to get more SEC media days, man. You, but I, Trevor, it, nothing's happened yet. I don't, what do you want me to do? You want me to preview a press conference? We don't do that whenever. What? Yes. Cause you're going to have luck on the mall. Maybe. I don't know. I have this feeling like there's going to be a 50, 50 chance. I'm like in 12 hours. I'm gonna get a text from you saying, "Hey, you may be mad coming on tomorrow," because uh, I can't. I couldn't talk looking into doing it, but because I know you're even you're an hour earlier even down there than I am now here. So, God love you for that. But I, I well, but you say you really you have nothing. I mean, you have to have something lined up for Stoops, right? I mean, or is, are you just gonna ride the coattails of Adam? I do have something lined up for Stoops, but well, give it to the... me. Let me play Mark Stoops in the situation. I got a hairline similar. But Trevor, it's like asking it's it's trying to trick him into asking if Luke Fortner is going to play center or not. Like that and I don't think we're I'm going to get anything out of him. It's like one thing I'm going to try. He's also going to probably get asked by about Brezowitz getting arrested. So that'll be something uh kind of awkward. So I'm assuming there's going to be a QB question, correct? Oh, of course. Can't wait for the QB question. I mean, um, are you, are you going to be the first one to to to, to pull the, the the finger out the dam in that league or are you going to are you just going to wait for somebody else to bring it up and then jump on it? So, Mark, uh, who's going to be your quarterback this year? Will, you know, will, um, will, be this, will this be the final year you ask him his nickname? No, it's it's not going to be when I ask him his nickname. But I do think they're, like, he's the second longest tenured coach down there. There's nobody that's been to more of these than him, him except for Nick Saban. I, technically, Dan Mullen's been to more, but that was when he was at Mississippi State. Uh, so, to be – like, there's there says something about the consistency, but I think – the theme would have to be some along the lines. You've been here a long time. You've maintained it. How do you push forward? Blah, blah, blah. That's like a nice soft toss to like get him going and like talk about how great it is to be at Kentucky. But the thing is too, folks, you're not going to see a lot of that when you tune into SEC network, when he's talking on the big stage, because he speaks with the local media for about, we get about 10 or 15 minutes with the UK reps beforehand. So that's where, if, if there's any breaking news, it will come from that. Um, so something to, to, you know, keep an eye on. I mean, I'm assuming there'll be an uh, offensive coordinator question in there in some, in some oh, way. That's going to be defines the big room. Um, and I'm also curious, too, at this event, there's some awkward moments where, you know, Joe Moorhead was particularly boring in Mississippi State isn't the most riveting school. So, you know, a lot of times you'll have people almost kind of lined up to get to the mics to ask these coaches questions in the ballroom. Other times the moderator's like, do we have any more questions? Do we have any more questions? Like, it gets it gets really awkward. So just like right there. They had, that that was the point, Trevor. So I hope you I hope you understood that, but that 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 will happen. Hopefully, it won't happen with old old Mark Stoops, um, because I think for a lot of folks, Kentucky is that kind of just you know, they're boring good, and uh, like okay, you're going to be probably an eight win team again this year. You'll play good defense. Um, call us when you get a quarterback and an offense that can actually threaten, and I think that's what's going to be the most of the questions asked at this event. 
Nick, I have a lot of respect for you because I could not go to that event without a list of questions to ask Coach O just because I would want to hear him talk. Coach O is actually one of the worst people at this event. Yeah, he's but, he's, no, but he's, got that, he's got that awesome voice. I just want to hear as much as possible. And he'll have people talking to like that. That's the thing you all got to realize too. They don't need guy from Kentucky asking everybody questions, you know? No, Mike Leach in his first SEC media day to me, I mean, I'm expecting what was, what was the Vanderbilt coach? Like, was it, it's been, it's been like oh, 10 years. Derek Mason? No, no. The before him, the one that was Paul like, Johnson. Yeah. That went on about like working in a factory and, and stuff. I mean, yeah, yeah. That guy, I mean, that, that, that is le- like, and I'm not saying you don't get a good, you know, good, you know, line here and there. And Spurrier obviously was always good for, you know, something or other small here. But like as a whole, like, yeah, the Paul Johnson one, I mean, for the fact that it sticks out in my memory, and that's been, I mean, Nick, tell me, but at least 10 years, right? I mean, yeah, because I, I, he would have been before James before Franklin. Mason. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he was. So, I mean, and that one stuck out so much that, you know, I, that's where I picture Leach being. I mean, he's got to be the, the one that steals this show. I mean, I can't. And th- this was like a horse race of who's going to be the best and have the best quotes and the best lines from. Leach would be like the secretary, like odds. Oh, all right, Trevor. Um, I've got to take a brief break from SEC Media Days because you brought up horse racing. And folks, we oh, got God. controversy. We got controversy because over the weekend, the Haskell invitation was. The, the oh. Haskell Stakes was race. And I don't know if you all know about the Haskell or not. Justin, did you see this race? I did see this race. I actually won a lot of money on this race <laughs> due to how it panned out. But oh, Yes, man. you bet Mandaloon because you were I smart. Did. Right. I yeah, did. I did as well. Um, so here, to, to, here's the background. The Haskell is one probably the Haskell, and then there's another one at Saratoga, the Travers. Those are the two biggest races of the summer. The Haskell was raced at Monmouth Park in New Jersey. And they recently banned using whips in the state of New Jersey because oh, Peter whips is bad for the horses. Me, 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 me. Well, I know, I know I brought this up before, but you know, New Jersey's also it's illegal to pump your own gas. Oh God! I mean, that it all makes sense now. But they they made that move in New Jersey, and the first big race they have ended in disaster, maybe because they didn't have whips. So this race had a ton of. Kentucky Derby runners. You had Midnight Bourbon, Hot Rod Charlie was the favorite, and then the what will be the Kentucky Derby winner, Mandaloon, cross the finish line set. When Medina Spirit gets pulled down, Mandaloon will be the champion. So we have an instance where we're coming down the stretch, and Hot Hot Rod Charlie starts to kind of get wide, and instead of having the jockey use his whip to keep the horse straight. He just has to use his hand to try to keep him over. He can't. Clips Midnight Bourbon. Was it Midnight Bourbon who took the tumble? Yes, it was. Yeah. yeah. Who ends up the throwing his jockey off the mount, trips. Uh, at least the horse stays up. Both the jockey and horse are fine. Hot Rod Charlie finishes first, but he gets taken down. So now Mandaloon, Mandaloon has won back-to-back races by crossing the finish on second. I, I, for the record, I, I have not seen this video, so I'm just going. I'm like my imagination is just being pictured in this by your description. Uh, so, the, so no whips. So then that was what first thing I thought of. Can they use their hands? I mean, are they not allowed to have an actual whip, or can they still like hit the horse with something? No, I, I don't think so. But like the like what about a paddle, maybe. 
No, no, you cannot use anything to strike them. You can use your hand to guide them. But the thing that's just so annoying is that the guy that makes makes Scooter look like Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is supposed to guide a a giant horse with his hand. Like the the thing is too is like horses are big animals. If you use if you use a whip to hit a horse, that's like a clap. Like it doesn't it it doesn't hurt the horse. It's a tap on their skin. I don't know why. Can I assume that the, the times in these races post anti whip have got have been some of the lowest results? Well, uh, that I don't know. Uh, I would think I, the horses would go around slower if they're not being you know, enticed by being whipped. Well, and the thing is, is there is a degree of which like you, there's such thing as whipping two horses and it doesn't help them because uh, there there becomes a, a point of no uh, of no return where you're getting nothing back. Have you uh, have they thought about New Jersey maybe in, in taking something from the dog racing world and maybe put like a rat uh, like instead of a rabbit on a stick, put like an apple or a carrot on the stick? Yeah, there and you like go. Run around and let the the horses chase it around the, the you know that way you're getting top speed out of the horses without still having the you know use a whip. Yeah, e- either way, it's it's one of those things that I'm glad the jockeys and the horsemen are pushing back. I don't know if change will be happening, but I do think it's safe to say that they are not going to like, this isn't going to be something that takes off elsewhere where they're taking away the whip. I know it sounds like, Oh my gosh, Roush is pro whipping horses, but it's like, this is a part of the sport. First and, of all, anybody knows that you would be willing to shove a kid into a locker is not probably shocked you're pro whipping horses, but like, it's just a part of it. And for this first race to already go down so poorly there, hopefully Haskell changes it. It's kind of like when there was a, a big, polytrack craze in the or in the mid 2000s where keeneland changed from dirt to polytrack which is like adding it's a synthetic race course where you add like rubber stuff to it to, it was supposed to make it safer and ended up just being terrible so hopefully this is just a brief fad that goes away um but hey mandaloon ended up winning and paid 820 so that was yeah. that just so justin did you put 10 to win on it get all the money back special i went five across the board Nice, nice. So, Sorry, good win. Yeah, I had 10 to win. It was, yeah, it was a nice little hit, especially after Brad Cox's favorite didn't come in the race prior. But um, Oh, yeah, that hurt. I'm a scooter on that. I don't know anything about horse racing routes, but you know from at least making some derby bets for me, I'm I'm all I'm all the across-the-board guy. Yeah. That's, you got to yeah. go across the board. Yeah, I can't I can't imagine any other – I mean, especially if you're a novice gambler in horse racing. Yeah, that's that true. That's by true. far – I mean, that's the gimme. I mean, Nick, by the way, have you ever seen – a horse wreck like that where the horse was okay yeah i mean i I was when he went down i mean that that horse hit all four knees on the dirt at one point i was i was fully prepared to see that horse euthanized on the track i'm glad they're all the horses are all okay but i mean could you imagine the irony that would come from the race not being able to use whips resulting in like three horses having to be put down because of a wreck i mean i'm not the only one that just doesn't see that or not. yeah no I, I i do since the irony but okay. it's weird justin and actually I, I feel like it's the case where the gnarlier the crash is the less likely they are to get hurt it's the ones where they just come up kind of gimping yeah. that i'm worried about the most you know but they are an hard effect 
Yeah, right, I just, right. I was just surprised to see that horse running around the track like it was. I was like, oh, I guess it's okay. But you said the jockey was okay as well, right? Yes, yes, okay, he was I fine as well. So. I didn't even hear. I didn't hear anything about him. But good yeah, to hear. I think we should be more concerned. No offense to the PETA horse racing, but we should be more concerned about the eighty-pound man on top of the thousand. <laughs> Trevor, <laughs> you got it. Sure. I think. I think he. There is a probably a better chance. He is more injured than the horse. Trevor, you got to go check it out. Look, look it up. The Haskell wreck. It's, well, it's send insane. Send the link on the here because I'm lazy. You should know. Oh, that. oh my goodness. We'll find it. <laughs> this is where I need Terry back from from the lake. He, he was always quick to send the links to me. <laughs> All right. Well, you don't have to pause the show to do it, guys. No, I'm not. I'm not going to because. <laughs> I am going to get to the text line, though. We need yeah, to get to some of these. 502-414-1450. Uh, a texter says, take this recru- recruiting scoop from Travis Graff for what it's worth. Jaw-dropping and surprising. And it's that Paolo and Cade committed on their visit. Paolo and Cade? Is that a law firm? I don't to know. Kentucky? Maybe? Or is that what they're referring Paolo, to? Paolo I didn't send these texts over, so I, I don't know. Uh uh, yeah, that was a tech, and yeah, and TJ went back and forth with him too on there. Like, it was TJ must hmm. have been really bored at work on Friday, or at least in the car. I'm assuming Hannah was driving. Got you, got you. Okay, uh, yeah, I don't really appreciate that context there to whoever sent these over. If it was Terry on a Friday afternoon <laughs> and he was he was just trying to saboteur the show on Monday, like, oh, good luck finding seeing what they're going to do. But uh, I, I will say. Jack Pilgrim did get into the Peach Jam uh, last weekend, so we're kind of seeing who Kentucky is not only targeting in 2022, but in 2023. Um, if you haven't kept up with that, I, I wasn't going to just rattle off a bunch of names, but did some homework uh, during the break. The good news is is that Kentucky, for all intents and purposes, is still right in the midst of things for Jalen Duran, and I'm getting more and more a sense that the Kofi Coburn, they didn't go all in because they did feel like they had a shot with Duran and they didn't want to take themselves out of it for that reason. So uh essentially it's it's there there were three. It's the pro route, it's Memphis, and it's Kentucky. So uh he's obviously been a star down there playing alongside Derek Lively. So things still have to play out. He's not going to make a decision for another week or so or two after the Peach Jam. So, and, and this was just the regular season, as they call it, the actual tournament portion of the Peach Jam is next week. So we're still a couple of weeks away from hearing anything on Duran. But as of right now, it's good to hear that Kentucky is is right in the mix of things with Jalen Duran for now. So yeah, uh, as for Kofi, though, he did commit to Illinois on Friday. Or I, I, Do you commit if you're coming back for another I, year? I don't even get why he even entered the portal to begin with. I mean, air quote entered the portal because, I mean – just why? Why not just withdraw from the draft? I mean, did he, did he make a single business? Yes. No. I mean, Here's what he did, Trevor. Is he used that? It was a negotiating more. tactic. He he got paid more he to go back he, to he, Illinois. He, he could have just used. He could have had the same leverage by withdrawing from the draft. To me, though. No, not when you. I don't think so. I don't think I mean, so I don't because think I, think, I, I don't. I don't. There was more of a threat for him to go to another college school than him to go to the NBA. You can agree with that, right? Well, I think it's because I don't think he's going to fit in the NBA, and I'd be surprised if he – honestly, sadly, I don't know if he'd even get drafted, but, I mean, he probably would go in the second round. Maybe someone would take him late in the first round. But Right, but, I like, the, there is a – I mean, I've seen teams make bad picks, but 
I, I don't think, I mean, honestly, I, and I love his game, but I mean, as a college player, but in today's NBA, no, he's not going to, right. Not, which, drafted. I, which makes his value more as a college player, which if there's a greater threat for him to go to another school, then that's going to drive up his market value, wow. AKA what they're willing to pay to make him stay. You possibly, I just, I think if you're Illinois, you're going to get, you mean, I think the ceiling's pretty much set on how much he can, he can get for just, Ooh. You know, in terms of, I don't know, you know, giving exclusive interviews or, you know. No, no, Trevor, you're not thinking of this the right way, buddy. You got to think of this as in boosters paying players and then going through different things. Like, that dude is definitely, like, that. that's how that worked, Trevor. What are you, Bruce Pearl over here now? No, I mean. There's no, a- like, Trevor, that's what's happening in basketball already. Like, this okay. is this is a pay for play but it's totally above board now so that players are in theory like okay so what am i going to get if i come back and then you say well this school is offering me this much if i go there and then illinois has to come back with a calendar <laughs> okay, so. that's how that's how it's working I, and it's totally above board and i, I you'll love to see it but and he, this is this but, is the reason trevor why i was against nil to begin with because it's just shady shady but, I mean, it was already shady, Justin. Now you can now Indiana can cheat and get away with it. Don't you want that to happen? Louisville can cheat and get away with it now, Trevor. This should this should be like Christmas morning for you guys. But correct me if I'm wrong. I didn't hear you tell me he took any any other visits. Correct? Doesn't mean he didn't get offers from other places. Well, get, who do we know any offers? He t- I mean, we Kentucky claims they didn't not only didn't offer him, but showed no interest in him. I know Zagorius had something about Florida State, but that was the only other school I heard ever mentioned. Hmm. Just because you don't hear it doesn't mean it doesn't happen. Well, exactly. I mean, in today's age, I think I feel like you're going to get some. It's not going to be able to keep that good secret. I mean, it's going to get out. Someone's going to get out there somewhere. Yeah. Well. um, Yeah. Maybe you should just start looking in the right places. That's well, that's true, and that's what happens. You know, that's that's what that's. I'm just letting y'all know that's what's happening right now, and uh, something to get used to. Uh, We do need to get to a break, our final break. We come back more text in the show five zero two four one four fourteen fifty live from SEC Media Days twenty twenty one. It's Kentucky Roll Call. Because here at Kentucky Roll Call, we're better than you, and we know it. Welcome back into Kentucky Roll Call. Roll Call. Nick Rouse down here at SEC Media Days in Birmingham. But back in the Kentuckiana area, you can get the best deal on a diamond by going to Genesis Diamond. And this isn't just their ooh, we're going to we're going to sell you a deal here. No, you're getting the highest quality ring possible. These are non-commissioned sales experts that are just there to help you make the best purchase possible. They're in the Shelbyville Road Plaza. Here, here's the best thing, Trevor. You don't have to show up just when there's a deal because they've got the best prices all year round because they cut out the middleman. No middlemen's Middle men's, men's, no middle man's 
middlemans at Genesis Diamonds, middle Shelbyville person. Road Plaza. Middle person. It's 21st century. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Him, yes. Uh, my apologies to <laughs> yeah. all the folks out there. Yeah. Uh, shout out to the Eberlein Drive. The TBT is back. They're doing the regional events right now. And the Eberlein Drive has have three former cats on the roster. And our, uh, last night, uh, Marcus Teague had 18 points, 6 of 10 shooting, 3 assists, rebound, and block, and a seal to lead the drive in scoring. They won by 20 points in the TBT. Uh, Archie Goodwin's also on the team, and so is uh, Marcus Lee. It's like the, it's like the who's who of Kentucky's most hated players in the Cal era. No, <laughs> we they're not the most hated players of the Cal era. I, mean, it's, I swear, I, I was when you were going, you were like T, Marcus Teague. I'm thinking, okay, maybe second worst point guard Cal's had. Like Goodwin, I gets maybe a bad rep on a bad team, just a bad situation, but. Mm-hmm. There's your, maybe you're right there. I mean, I thought the next name was going to be like Harrell or Andrew Johnson, Andrew uh, Harrison. But then I mean, I thought this was going to be like a list of like the the point guards, the scrub point guards of the Calier until you went to Marcus Lee. They, there's also on this team they've got. Uh, here's a blast from the past: AJ Slaughter. Oh yeah, Western Kentucky. Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, played for Louisville basketball. Yep, yep. Nick Mayo, who just finished up at EKU either last year or the year before. A pretty good player, too. So there's your team to cheer for in the TBT, the Eberlein Drive. So that, I think they play Tuesday at 7. So that, that's a good time. That they're going to be taking on a former Oklahoma State team. So that's your TBT team to follow this summer. When we get all the summer basketball. I will going. say this. If that if I counted that eligible in our, our list of worst worst things to watch in terms of sports that would make uh, that might trump you off. you're a tbt hater for like no reason at all three on th- i don't know what's three on three basketball it's not three on three basketball it's five on five what a- oh, okay that was the other the three on three thing. either way i don't want i don't want to watch no i don't want to watch the retirement game of the the least i mean no it's like the the, the guys that just missed the cut in the g league and playing in chile i don't want to see that no no never no thank you Let's get this. That's just a horrible take, but whatever. It's basketball in the summer. I know it's got some competition with the Olympics, but last year when it was the first, it was like really the first sport back. It came back right around, maybe even right before the bubble happened. It was awesome. So if that didn't hook you, you never will be. Uh, So Trevor, enjoy yourself on Haters Island. That's the one, and this is this is just coming to it's not because of this. That's the one that rejected the Louisville team, right? Uh, yes, because oh, they weren't good enough. Not enough star power. Which is crazy because, I, yeah, I mean, yeah. The, 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 not, not enough like, stars. Not enough stars. I, 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 I can't think of a more oxymoron than these words star power with the tournament. Um, let's get back to the text line. 502-414-1450 is how you get into the show. Yeah, um, another kind of out-of-context text that doesn't make much sense. A gambling group chat, he's in with others. This is some pure gold, isn't it? That is that is in reference to the Travis Graf uh, post. Apparently, that's where the texter found him. And I think that was a Plumley bro that sent that in. By the way, yeah, no idea. I'm in a gaming group chat though, so yeah, that's always fun. I couldn't get anybody to take the Bucks, even though that was a winning bet, and I had to give Trevor my ten dollars. So I guess it must not be a gaming group chat if nobody's going to bet with me. So yeah, I did, t- and I took the Bucks. 
Uh, Texture says Norris Lake is a vibe. Just got back from there last week. Can't beat that water anywhere. If you are in the same cabin as I was, please log me out of Disney Plus and Amazon Prime. Thanks. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure those are what he logged into. Uh, I, I'm not a late guy, so I, I know that you are, and I'm sure TJ's having a blast. But yeah, going to the Lake was I, the last time I went to a lake house was with my uh, my friend uh, Scott Brooks, not the not the former coach, but the kid he's living on my street growing up. Uh, his parents had like a lake house, Lake Cumberland, and that was when I probably maybe 1988, 87. Wow, you're missing out. You're missing out. Oh, yeah. All right. No, thank you, man. Okay. Uh, a text says, okay, hang on. Who the bleep is that guy throwing shade at the king? Put your name on that text, you scared little baby. Pipe down in
the the one guy we talked to too, Justin, he a, a different guy hit, last year hit a hole in one on a par four. <laughs> wow. Yeah, like Indiana. Indiana had a football player who was a freshman last year. He came from a really small school here in Southern Indiana. Well, he went up there and played the Indiana course, and he got a hole in one on a par four in his first time playing the course. How stupid! That's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. Man, it'd be great to be good at golf. Maybe one day (laughs) after going to the Bobby Cook Golf Academy. Question on the text line: Anyone on the D line that's new that we should be looking out to have a big year? Here's the thing, Texture. They had so like Boy McCall and Pascal have got their spots kind of locked down. That other spot, it's going to be a rotating cast of characters where I think Abule, who's now in his fourth year on campus, probably has a slight edge because he's got a little bit more giddy up. But this is the year where we're going to see a lot more of Justin Rogers and Octavius Oxendine. So I don't know which one it's going to be. I know when you talk to Anwar Stewart and the coaches, for them, it's they just aren't consistent enough yet. You don't know which one's going to have a big day. But you're definitely going to see flashes from from those redshirt freshmen who are so highly regarded. Uh, they're they're gonna you're, they're gonna have some games where you're like, okay, there we go, number fifty two. There we go, eight. I see you out there. So I don't know how consistent it's going to be, but you're definitely going to finally be hearing from those uh, highly ranked players that signed back in 2020. Can, I, can we can we at least thanks to Dexter for giving you a question for Stoops finally? Oh yeah, Trevor, just suck it, buddy. Just suck it. Uh, Texter says, wow, never been more disappointed in my life than when I got on the home field apparel and they didn't and he have fat guy, any fat guy sizes. Hashtag stop the discrimination. Yeah, I, I, I feel your pain. Texter, I saw it too. Yeah, I noticed that as well. Yeah, only two X's. I'd be honest with you. It's, it's, the, it's the most inspiration I've had to go on a diet, though, is to, is to be able to fit in one of those thirds. The texter says, Drew Holiday is awful, Trevor, and then just laughing emoji. I mean, I mean I, I'd probably be a little over the stupid. Skip Bayless a little bit there with the awful. <laughs> you really did, like, speak a, 30, a 29-point game into existence with that, though. But he's still an average player. I mean, he's he's a he's, he's the occasional all-star, which, I mean, you can have, you, you just have a good first half of the season to be an all-star because it's, it's a, with the break, but. I mean, he's, he's, that's what he is. He's, 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 well, he's not a great shooter. And that's, uh, but he's a big guy who does well defensively. Like, he's a very, he's not your star player. And that was the problem is he was like the star guard with Anthony Davis, New Orleans. And he's not good enough to be that, but he's good enough to be 2A or 2B, like running alongside with. So. He should be a fourth option on a championship team. Occasional all-star players are now average. Got it. Well, I mean, this is just a role play. He's a role player, yes. He's an above-average role player, Trevor. Eh, maybe at one time, I don't know. Like, Tyler Hero is a role player, and Drew Holiday is better than Tyler Hero. Tyler Hero was a role player on that team last year I think that went to the finals, and Drew Holiday is better than that. I that just think it depends on what you're looking for with your team chemistry, though. Let's see which one's better between the two. Texter says, hit one of the best shots of my life yesterday at my old Kentucky home state park in Bardstown. Great course down there, too, Texter. Really played it a few times. I love it. Uh, a foursome let me play through, and I stuck my approach shot a foot from the hole while all of them are watching. What's the best shot you all have ever hit? Uh, Justin? Mine, mine's Goldschlager. Oh, uh. gotcha. <laughs> 
Um, I once eagled the first hole at a course I was playing, and uh, it was a similar situation. There were some guys in the tee box watching us, and they saw it roll in. They all cheered for me. My only eagle I've ever gotten. That's awesome. I yeah. mean, I've had a couple chip-ins, but the most fun I've ever had celebrating was at a golf scramble, and we were – it was on a team where we had a ringer. We were good enough to win it. And I cocked back a drive and drove a par four. And when you're when I was there just to hit a couple of good drives and I really let that one ride, that felt good. So I'm gonna go to that drive that was out at forget which country club that was out in the East End. Um, but either way, we ended up winning the scramble. So I did my job. I did my job. Uh, another texture says Trevor's hate for the South end is hilarious and ironic. He would fit in perfectly. I bet his front yard looks like a jungle. Trevor has some Valley station in him. Put some South in your mouth, big guy. First of all, I love, I love the slogan. Uh, that, that needs to go on. <laughs> Put some South in your mouth. I mean, that's a great slogan. Uh, no, texture. I live in a respectful East End neighborhood. You don't have a Prius hanging out in the front yard with a bumper falling well, off? Well, hold on. I live in a respectful East End neighborhood, which has a mayor, so who is down the street. <laughs> so it has a mayor, so it's respectable. Now, that being said, um, of the of the block of all the houses on my block, I would say I am probably the closest to the Sanford and Sun experience. It, <laughs> the, the lawn is not shaggy. Uh, there's no like blender and VCR sitting in my front lawn or anything like that. Like I, I, cause I do pay someone to come and do the lawn. So the lawn is actually maintained, but yes, there are, I have a two car driveway with three cars, two of them not working in it <laughs> and, uh, and kind of a, oh, a Trevor. the front porch setup is it's South Indian. <laughs> uh, but no, no, but the lawn, it, it stays short. <laughs> Uh, Texture says, "Little money mook eats soft tacos with mild sauce." Oh my goodness, what a burn! That's that. Uh, I've never seen mild sauce burn like that. <laughs> oh goodness gracious! Happy Monday, guys! I hope you had a great weekend. I for sure had a great weekend. Serving up logic to the Hoosier Dingus Senior on the Facebook page, Justin. Oh, your people are a lost bunch. Suck it, William. What? Well, I, what was he doing? I don't know. I, I wanted to somewhat kind of jump in there and help defend him a little bit, but then I, I thought I was living my life and forgot about it. I thought about it as well, but then I'm like, he's an Indiana guy arguing on the KRC Facebook page. I was like, he dug this grave himself. <laughs> I mean, sometimes it's fun to go into the into the into the, the, the den and yeah, the I won't be doing that. I don't mind doing it. I'll throw some jabs in there occasionally. I'll take I'll take it. I'll take the haymakers back. I'll take them all on. I'll I'll go John Snow. That would be pretty funny to see Trevor just like I want I would love to see Trevor recreate that gif. Just him I've, pulling out the sword with horses storming at him. Oh, I'm gonna have to stand up. Hopefully my uh thing won't reach uh -oh. horrible, horrible radio, by the way. Not to, and, you know. It sounds like you've got a cigarette in your mouth too, Trevor. So I'm oh, going to move on. I'm going to move on to the next text that says, "So, what's your thoughts on Joel Justice being a complete and total bum as a recruiter?" Oh well, the fact that he sat Zion for 30 minutes not saying a word is absolutely outlandish. That really is so embarrassing. Once again, don't know the reference, but I didn't think Joel was that bad. Jo Joel's biggest downfall was having 
James Wiseman in his back pocket and then Memphis hiring Penny to and paying Wiseman to go there. Like that would have been his big get. He really worked that about as well as he could without cheating. And then he lost him to somebody who's cheated and hired his high school coach. So like, well, Wiseman well, would have, I mean, he just got injured, air quote injured. I, mean, I guess he's still injured. Yeah, I mean, in, so we haven't really been able to see a full sample size, but I don't think he would have been Scal. I, I don't think that was the trajectory he was on, even though he did get injured. But that that that's what really kind of hosed Joel. But I know that even though they ended things kind of amicably, there's still some like, this should have worked out better um, kind of feelings. Like, it, you know, the one where, you know, it was all for best that they went their separate ways, but if things... If one or two things would have gone differently, they could still be together. So, um, but hey, they moved on. Now they're down at the Peach Dam recruiting against one another. Best of luck to Jill. Uh, oh, this is a text for you, Trevor. John Cena officially came back to the WWE. His surprise entrance was so lit. Were you watching Money in the Bank, Trevor, last night? I didn't watch Money in the Bank. I did see the clip of uh, of him coming out at the end, of, right after the main event, where uh, Reigns defeated uh, Edge. Uh, the pop was huge. It was a hot crowd. From what I read, it was a pretty hot crowd all night uh, with the Money in the Bank. Their first, well, first pay per view in person pay per view. Yeah, they had SmackDown on Friday with people, and AEW's had some people in the last couple of weeks, and all the crowds have been hot. But yeah, the pop for 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 Cena coming out was huge, and they're, they're really uh, they're going all out for SummerSlam. I mean, it's going to be in the in the in the Death Star in Vegas, and they're open to I don't know where they are in terms of ticket sales now for it, but. They're hoping to get you know over a stadium crowd, and they're they're kind of it's WWE fashion. WWE does they don't have any new stars. They're bringing out, I mean, you know, they're bringing back Goldberg. They're bringing back. Yeah, uh, I get that, but like I still don't understand why a wrestling fan doesn't watch a wrestling pay per view. Like Trevor, what what? Because what? I'm not. What, what? I, I I'm more of a, I just WWE just doesn't. Do AEW baby. Yeah, AEW all the way. Sunday I, night I, dynamite. It's it's Wednesday night dynamite for Sunday all. night dynamite the best at AEW and it's gonna their pay per views are on Saturdays they've got one coming up in Chicago I wanted to go but it sold out too quickly and the scalper tickets are going for like three grand so I'm not paying that much I would I'll pay that to go see Eagles in the Super Bowl not just to see Adam Page versus Omega but I will say I did watch the Saturday pay per view for the wrestling fans out there and since TJ's not here I can do this no I, I did watch Slammiversary Switchblade Jay White showing up at the end of that. On the impact paper on Saturday, that's awesome, baby. You give me a Kenny Omega versus Switchblade JY and just just put it in my veins, right in there, just inject it like I'm pookie. And the one person that gets that reference is now happy. So you did good job, Trevor. You really, you really spoke to that one oh, listener. Dear, they, they appreciate it. You're welcome. I was Texter says that I was looking at college football news preseason bowl projections. They have Tennessee going to a better bowl than Kentucky, UK and the Liberty, and Music City for Tennessee. Well, Tennessee was going to be trash this year, but I looked at their schedule. And it's almost as easy as ours. They swap U of L for Pitt. See, here's the thing, Texture. That's just this is pre preseason bowlery at its fine. Like these are just all preseason takes. Because first things first, Pitt is better than Louisville. Uh, they're going to be much better. Like yeah. I, I don't even think it's actually going to be close. They uh, lost. They lost. Some, I think like three or four of the best players on defense last year. They got Kenny Pickett though, and they play good defense there. So. Uh, I think Pitt actually will be better. Uh, but also, Tennessee is trash. And they're, they're, this is just a bold projection in July. 
And no, uh, the text, I really don't see that much difference between the Music City and Liberty to me. There's not. There, I, I don't even think the payout is. I mean, it's probably a little bit different, but yeah. I, I, I mean, I, there, there is the benefit of not having to go to Memphis, but I mean, right, right, right. Um, man, somebody sent a text in of a chubby kid that has a shirt on that says, "I bleep on the first date," and asked if this is this Trevor when he was nine. Uh, it's just yeah. It's basically, I put out on the first date Tarantino version. Uh, yeah, I, I'm, yeah. If you, if that kid was holding a Return of the Jedi lunchbox, that would have been my ninth, uh, fourth grade yearbook picture. <laughs> not gonna lie, yeah. No, Ooh, actually, so did not have a sense of humor. The roasting of Trevor is going a long way because the texture says, "LOL, Bucks a lesser talented team." What Trevor Milton, Giannis, Holiday are three legit all stars and are all elite defenders. I think that's a thing too that you take for granted until Drew Holiday rips the ball away on the final possession to go score, uh, to, 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 to set up the game-winning shot. I mean, they, you, you cannot, right you can't now, take their defense I, for granted. It's like he may, I mean, he just had to be the, the, the one guy that hadn't gone and double-teamed him yet. Mm-hmm. He had three guys there. There was no one else there to get the, he had three guys in front of him. Someone had to come from behind. Okay, yeah, well. Lucky, right place, right time for Drew Holiday making that one play. He, I already said he's an average player. Well, suck it, Trevor, because you're wrong. Uh, you guys say you think this could be a Final Four team. Jack said recently he thinks it's a Sweet 16 team. Thoughts on why you think he's not as high on them as you all are? Uh, also, haven't heard much from pickup this summer than Ty Ty's lining it up. Hey, Justin, if you're serious about getting out of the hotel, apply for disability. Being an IU fan would be enough in my book, but your arm hanging on by a thread like Woody's arm in Toy Story 2 probably gets you approval. <laughs> Good looking out. <laughs> uh, I mean, you are on a scooter, and I think most people on disabilities have scooters. This so. is true. <laughs> um, okay, so I think the reason why Jack and I are probably differ is that uh, – First off, this is something new. This is a new approach for Cal. Secondly, Jack definitely got spurned last year. And when you're following the team regularly, you're going to be much like I, I Jack gets a lot more people in his mentions when he's wrong. I don't. I'm much more of a fanboy when it comes to basketball. The same thing will happen in football. He'll have a little bit more bullish football predictions. He'll call it a 10-win season, and I'll be like, eh, we'll do eight, and we'll wait and see what the offense does. I think that's just the nature of our jobs being slightly different. But really, I I think it's what it centers around is not having a guy that you're willing to push your chips on as being the go-to star that you can give the ball to in the post – or give the ball to on the wing to go get you a bucket late in the game. Uh, So maybe that's it. Um, I also admittedly have not been on the Sources Say podcast um, listening every day, every week to hear his rationale behind a lot of it. But I am I'm, I'm much more on this team because I think they do have pieces that fit in the right way. It's just maximizing that and, and getting a solid rotation in. So, All I uh, took from that entire speech was that you don't support Jack's podcast. Uh, yeah, there's only so many hours in the day, Trevor. That's all I got. Only so many. Just like you definitely don't support my other podcast. I already know that, but I'm not going to be mad about it. You're still my friend. I listen to your podcast, Jack. Don't, don't, I'm don't, I'm sorry about Nick. I listen to it every week. Oh, Texture says baseball is way more fun to watch than golf. I just disagree wholeheartedly. Amen. Man, baseball, it just, it just bores me to, to no end. I just can't. 
Can't do it. Can't do it. Uh, Texture says, John here. Good morning to all. The Bucks are almost there. I believe the Bucks just have the better players overall, and Giannis is the best player on the floor. He's darn near seven feet tall, and you can't teach that. If he works on his free throws and just a little to his three-point shot, then he would be the best player in the league. And by the way, we are getting Duran. The freaking Al told me so. Well, got to go. Talk to you later. Wow. The Al told John, so that means it's going to happen. And if y'all forget... That spooky owl, John's dreams used to extend him winners all the time. So if the owl said it, it must be true. And shout out to John with the nice little uh, big cast WWE reference there. Who is an impact as W. Morrissey? I do love that. Like, he's like, yeah, Giannis might be the best player in the NBA. He's won two MVPs. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Texture says, ask Dan Mullen if now that COVID restrictions are gone, his wife is going to start kissing all the players before games again. <laughs> uh, I think that would be a very good question. I think you should. Well, I mean, what's the word? I mean, are you like afraid to be embarrassed asking a coach a question? You're never going to see that coach again until maybe next year. And then at the rate of firing in the SEC outside of Stoops and Saban, you're probably not going to see him that many times if you do see him next year. Yeah, no, I just don't. I don't care to ask that many questions in a oh, room full man. of hundreds of journalists about a team that I don't care to a coach. I don't care about. Mullen's a nerd. I don't like teams. him. You won't. You won't ask a dumb question. I mean, this is why they should send me down. You're, there. you're just trying to neg me into doing something silly, and it's not going to okay, happen. I'm, right I'm a pros pro. I'm a professional big J who's not wearing blue jeans on day one. Okay. No, we need to, you know what? Next year, KS. Don't, you can send, we need to send Lucky because we need somebody to, you know, to help us tell us what's going on. But, but the, the, me and Scooter are going with them next year. Because that, that, uh, game, suck it, Roush. It's called the Open, not the British Open. Sometimes playing in Scotland and Ireland, call it the British Open to a Scottish guy and he'll be ready to fight. Well, I'm ready to fight because that tournament stunk. There wasn't enough rain, there wasn't enough wind. But shout out to Colin Morikawa for getting the win. Uh, and shout out to you all for tuning in with us today. We'll be back tomorrow with much more SEC Media Days coverage. We're not just going to be previewing press conferences. We're actually going to have stuff to talk about. Mark Stoops is going to be on. Uh, and who knows? We'll probably have some interviews to play on the show as well. So, Trevor, thanks for waking up early with us. Thanks to there for subscribing and listening. We'll be back tomorrow with more Kentucky Roll Call for Trevor Kelsey. In the Scooter Dingus, I'm Nick Roush. We'll see you Tuesday. <laughs>